Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Good, how can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. I'm so humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much, and good luck. Thank you. you you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the tee. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Very good. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. Okay. Please, don't it be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh my God! I was just thinking I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh I my was God! To... Oh, good evening, everyone. It is Friday, March twenty third, two thousand and twelve. Hopefully, everyone has had a wonderful week. For those of you who don't work ends, well, happy weekend to you. I know we're going to start this off great. Seems like the last couple of shows, everyone has been like, what's my love life? What's my love life? Well, tonight, we have none other than the love psychic. Let me get her in the queue here. Queue is already full, so if you want to go ahead and call in real quick and uh, get on for a romance question, call in at 347-539-5349 because the lines are filling up quickly. 
So we want to be able to see if we can get you in tonight. Because we have none other than your love psychic, Valerie Alexander. Hello, Valerie. Hi, Michael. How are you, dear? Thank you for that lovely introduction. I'm fine. I'm very excited about this evening. Yes, us too. So uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, this is my first time doing a radio show, and I'm really excited about that. I've been specializing in love readings since 2003, and that is what everyone seems to want to know about. And so I've done, I've lost count, but it's probably about 6,000-plus readings. And I've seen it all, I think. And my specialty is looking at the dynamics between two people. And oftentimes all it takes is a little adjustment and a little perspective shift, and great changes can then happen. So it's my intention in a reading to open doors of understanding and in struggle that people go through. And it helps to know, you know, what's going on with the other person, what you can expect from the other person, where are they at with their feelings toward you. Um, those kind of answers can really make a difference in helping a person to surrender the current crisis or issue and then move forward in the way they're relating with another person. So how long have you uh, known about your abilities? I feel like starting when I was very young, like four or five years old, I remember having these thoughts about what am I, who am I, because it felt so weird to be in the physical body. And at that time, I didn't understand it. My consciousness was not even really developed. But later as an adult, when I think back on that time of feeling very awkward in my body, it was that the, the spiritual part of me or the non-physical part of me hadn't quite, you know, surrendered to being in the body and was like, what's going on here? Okay, I guess I've, I'm incarnate now. You know, I, I've reincarnated. Okay. Um, and then at six years old, one time I was very bored at an aunt's house, and I went into her bathroom, and it was a huge bathroom. And she was working in a bakery, and so her bakery shoes were on the bathroom floor. And I was bored, so I was just sitting in there looking for something to amuse myself with, and I started looking at her shoes, and I was picturing those shoes going from heel to toe. And in my mind, I was picturing the toe rising and then the heel rising, and I was thinking the words flip-flop, flip-flop, and I just kept picturing it over and over again. And the shoe actually moved. And I was very excited about that being just six years old, I thought, wow, that's fantastic. So I went and I whispered in my grandmother's ear because all the grown-ups were sitting around talking at the dining room table, and I just whispered in her ear that I just moved Aunt Faye's shoe. And my grandmother said, well, put it back. And I said, no, not like that. I moved it with my mind. And she put her napkin over her mouth, and she gave me the shocked look, and right away I thought, okay. I've done something weird and wrong and everything else. And I never, ever mentioned it again. And I've never tried to do it again either. And I think maybe the reason why is, well, what good does it do to move a shoe? You know what I mean? Um, But that let me know, though, 
that we're so much more than we think we are. And so to harness our own energy field and to master our own energy is the most impactful thing we can ever do in this life because it's from that place that we influence our surroundings, our interactions, what comes into our energy field, what stays out of our energy field. And that's another thing I try to help people with. Instead of feeling hard done by or like a victim, and sometimes we all fall into that, it's get out of that energy as quickly as possible because it's it's not really going to benefit and bring the results that people are wanting to see especially when they call for a reading, they all want, you know, the grand outcome. And if you're sitting there in a pit of anger or despair, it's hard for that beautiful outcome to find you. It's very hard for that to find you. Yes. Yeah, it gets delayed um, and sometimes blocked. I see in readings uh, blocks get put up, and especially when people are very watchful, and waiting for a communication or waiting for something to happen, because I read energy, the way that shows in the energy is as a restriction. And it's hard for things to flow into your life when you are saying, when is it going to happen, when is it going to happen, when is it going to happen, and watching and waiting for it, because that's like saying you doubt it's going to happen. If you know something's going to happen, you feel it within yourself and you're in the flow, you're not watching and waiting for it. But once you're in that energy of restriction and adverse energy of watching and waiting and doubting, it's hard to get out of it, and that's where I come into play. I help people get out of there, you know. So I enjoy my work very much. I find it very rewarding. I don't give people false hope, but it is in my intention that even if I can't deliver the outcome they want straight away, they're still going to feel better after they've had a reading. Oh, yeah. Hopefully they'll feel a lot better. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. But it helps when the person getting a reading calls open and receptive. You know, um, I don't read people's fears. I, I, I know some of my clients have contacted people, and it seems like they just picked up on the fear. Um, I'll see the fear, but I, I don't get blocked from doing a reading because the person's afraid. Now, of course, it's obvious what is the best part of uh, your job that you like. But what, what would you the say best the best part of the job yeah, I what, like? Yeah, what, what would you say is the best part of having your gifts that you like? Helping people. You know, helping people move to a higher level, a more expansive view where what they want is possible. When I give a reading and I can feel that sense of relief that comes over a person and that their whole horizon has just expanded because they're now looking at something from a totally different angle, that to me is very rewarding because then that person is no longer suffering. They're starting to heal and then they're starting to feel hopeful again about life. Cool. And what's the one thing that you dislike about having these abilities? I'm very sensitive. And for me, the way it plays out is I'm very, very sensitive to sound. 
I can't, a lot of things to me that other people take for granted, you know, and, and might have around them all the time, I cannot tolerate. Uh, for example, I can't tolerate commercials. And I tape everything I watch and fast forward because the, the commercials on radio and commercials on TV, there's just something about the, it, it just feels like a really jagged energy, energy to me and it hurts. It's just, just like a noxious stimuli to me. And another thing I don't like is, of course, I'm, you know, I'm empathic as well. And as an empath, it, people around me are consistently negative. I mean, everyone has their moments and, and things, but I, I, I kind of absorb that energy. And it affects me and it can bring me down or make me feel sad or, you know, things like that. So I try to be as cohesive as I can be to protect myself from other people's energy. And that's one thing I've written in my bio to you is I, that's why I see a reading as a figure eight where it's not just the caller sitting there and I'm pulling energy, pulling information uh, to get at the goods for them. It's we're meeting in the middle. And they're not, I'm not pulling them into my circle in the sense I'm not saying to them, this is how I see it and this is what you need to do because that's my circle, that's my energy. And I'm, they're not going to pull me into their circle either. They, we have to meet in the middle for it to be, in my opinion, the most productive reading possible. They have to open themselves up and meet me in the middle and then, wow, it's like the information and the energy just flows so well from that point. Cool. Um, and you do one-on-one uh, -on -one private readings uh, in person, or do you do them over the phone, or you do everything? I've done everything, but mostly what I do, because my clients are all around the states and some even overseas, it's mostly done over the phone. And I'm very comfortable with over the phone, because that's what I started out doing it that way. And then that way my environment is 100% under my control, you know, the lighting, the energy, um, my meditative space, my sacred space. So I find that works best for me, actually. Cool. So radio is going to be a breeze for you, then. It should be. I'm hoping it is. Oh, yeah. Yes. Radio is a piece of cake. Because basically it's like uh, it's a three-way conference call, basically. So it's you know you have you and me talking and we go ahead and take one call after you know after another in a little while and uh, you just go ahead and do a quick little read from them that way and piece of cake. Absolutely, very sweet and tasty and fulfilling. Oh yeah. So how can everyone get a hold of you when they want a private one-on-one -on -one reading? Well, I've made my website extremely easy to remember, and that is your love psychic. Dot com. Nice so website, all, too. All they have to do is go there. Thank you very much. I have a wonderful web designer, and I give him the vision. And in this particular website, Your Love Psychic, I gave him all the graphics, and he he's made many a vision into reality for me. And thank you for your compliment on that. So it's pretty easy to book a session with me. Uh, I understand a lot of people want a reading. When they want a reading, they want it now. And I'm really good at accommodating people because that's 
how my business is basically run. I mean, people don't think, okay, in two weeks I'm going to want a reading. It, it doesn't seem to usually work that way. It's like, okay, I've had a bad day or somebody said something confusing to me or I, I don't know what to expect from my boyfriend anymore. And it's usually impulsive um, requests that happen, and I accommodate those pretty easily. Yeah, don't you just love those, uh, you know, uh, spur-of-the-moment ones like, you know, help, I need an emergency reading. Yeah, and really they're all emergency readings. I mean, you know, when I have I have a client now, one of them is going through a crisis, and she's getting a couple of readings a day from me. And it, it's wonderful because I can think back, and me and some other my psychic friends, we think back of the time when, you know, how did you – deal with a relationship when, you know, you had no one to call but friends, maybe family, and now guidance, expanded views, insight into the other person's psychology and feelings is a phone call away. I mean, that's a magnificent service that we provide for people. And I look back on my life and um, think, wow, you know, if, if that had been around when I was younger, there's a lot of mistakes I probably wouldn't have made myself. Yeah, I have to say I'd be about the same thing. It'd be a couple of things I wouldn't have uh, probably wouldn't have done. But then we wouldn't be who we are yeah. today, though. Exactly. Um, but to have it so accessible, to have psychic readings at your fingertips and insight and awareness, and you know, you can go from feeling hopeless to oh wow, I never thought about it that way and that makes sense, and now I feel better. I mean, that's an incredible technology that we have in our time. Yeah, I love it could technology. Solve, um, absolutely. Um, we just need our government to use it, don't we? And um, Yeah, the, uh, it would be nice if they could. They, they would sorry. They would incite war. Maybe they would lower taxes, and if they would uh, take our advice on some things. I think there were a couple of presidents uh, throughout history who did have, uh, you know, a psychic on call every once in a while that they would uh, call up and get some guidance into. I believe that's true, and, and I don't think that they would publicize it. And it, but Nancy Reagan was very vocal about using an astrologer yes. through Reagan's pregnant, uh, presidency. So, and I think there were a few others, and it finally came out afterwards. So, yeah, and um, you know, and it's it's nice when you know people um, come in, because I have a metaphysical center, and big bold black letters on a big yellow sign. This is you know, be the light metaphysical center, and um, you know, I have people from all different religious backgrounds coming in now, and um, you know, they're like, I've never had a reading before, even though you know I'm told it's not the right thing to do, but I feel that I need to have one, and I want to see what they're like, and you know, they walk away like. How did you know that? And uh, and that's a you know. good point you make because, yeah, some people feel that there's something wrong about getting a reading, and I feel like that has to do with religious fundamentalism. Oh, yes, definitely. And that's what I tell them. I said, you know, what a better way to control you than to keep you from the truth is by telling you it's wrong. I said, because you're afraid of that, you know, you believe them. Yep. I said, you believe them. I said, and, you know, you know, you figure, well, you know, they know what they're talking about. So, um, 
you know, you just, uh, you know, try to believe what they have to say. So you, you know, you're like, well, I can't do this, but something keeps drawing you in. And then when you finally do, it's like, wait a minute, how can it be wrong? It's like, it's, you know, it's, they know stuff about me and they're helping me. Exactly right. And, you know, the best readings really help a person evolve out of lower consciousness into a more expanded view of themselves and their fellow journeyers. So, yes, I, I think that we're, we're coming about in, in that sense, at least in my world. I, I, I know a lot of people who do readings and a lot of people who receive readings, um, but then there are those that feel uncomfortable with it for religious reasons. Um, so yeah, and I think uh, some I, of those barriers are coming. Yeah, some of the barriers are coming down, though. I've had um, some people coming in who uh, tell me off the bat, it's like, you know, I'm a born-again Christian. Um, but you know, I, I'm open minded about this and I'm like, wait a minute, that's kinda kinda odd in itself. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, they right. said uh, you you know, they're, they're Yeah, they, you know um but I'm I'm finding more and more people that are that are doing that. You know, they're like, you know, I'm born again Christian, um, even though the Bible and all says this is wrong, it's like I know otherwise and I'm like, Okay. Come on in, you know, let's talk. So, but there seems to be more and more people that are doing that, um, and you know they're open-minded, and um, you know, and, and or they're like, okay, I'm starting to have these deja vus and these premonitions of things that are happening. Um, some of them, you know, they said save me from car accidents, so it's like, okay, I know that's a good thing, so I know it can't be bad, and it's like, you know, what is it? What am I experiencing? So it's like, well, welcome to the awakening. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and. When I my first career was as a registered nurse, and before I would walk through the hospital and begin my shift, I I would always pray to God that He would guide everything I did, and would allow all interventions to be done in the highest good and in the light, and guide me to assess my patients' needs accurately and to respond to their needs in accordance to His will. And I do the same thing prior to giving readings because I see myself as only the channel. It's not me. It's not my ego that's doing readings. I'm the channel um, to to assess, to intervene. The words that come out of my mouth hopefully are not mine and just allow that to flow through me. And I feel by doing that, it's allowed some really wonderful people to come into my world as clients who are open and receptive and ready to hear whatever, you know, comes out of me. I don't channel, so to speak, but I really don't think about what I'm saying and, and what's being relayed. I just try to get in the flow and just let it kind of flow out without thought. Yeah, that's, what, that's the so same God way that I do too. in every occupation. Yep. God has a big plan for each of us. And uh, helps give yeah. us uh, helps us uh, to be channels for the message, so we can help so many people. Absolutely. So, what do you say and we your start show helping? Your a great tool for that. Well, thank you. Okay, yeah, no uh, problem. Yeah, and I'll go. We'll go ahead and talk a little bit about what Spirit had in mind for me, and with the radio show and all too. So, yeah, it's all having to do with modern technology. Yeah. Hello, Maria from Virginia. You're on the air. Hi, hi, thank you so much. And um I'm very excited to be able to ha- ask my love question. And um 
I just wanted to know what you think of this man named Jason and if you think that it could go, if it, if if this will go anywhere and how compatible we would be. Okay, Maria, I'm going to tune in here to you and Jason and let's see what's going on, what's going to happen. Hmm. Well, I do get that there can be some love energy that comes in here. Uh, he shows me that he does have some burdens he's carrying around with him. I feel that one of his challenges is to learn how to be flexible. And he shows me that he's leaving something behind in the past, like he's moving toward completing something. And he's not quite sure yet that there is a new doorway open to him. But one of the things about him is I feel at times he can be rigid and Mm -hmm. not necessarily know that he needs to share what's going on with him, what his plans are, what his vision is, what he's, you know, about, what he's going to do. I feel like he keeps some things to himself, and his guidance is he needs to remember to share. So with him at times, you might feel uneasy, like you're not feeling necessarily the flow with him. There's potential on this connection, but you'll have to see how you mesh with that and how well he's able to you know, drop some of his rigidness to let you in more. When you say rigidness, it's sort of, in other words, he's a little bit secretive as to what his his plans are for his future. Right. It, it's like rigid in the sense of this is, I don't feel like he's thinking this consciously, but I feel the way his energy shows is this is my world and this is my throne and I'm in charge of it and you know, but when you let another person into your life, it's no longer, you know, I, I, I. It's, oh, I need to share that with Maria, or, oh, I wonder what Maria thinks about these plans I'm considering. And, you know, it's it's opening up to more of a we. And I feel like that's where the adjustment comes in for him. He, um, he's in a bad relationship. I, I think he's on his way out of it. Am I, is that correct, or? He shows me, that's one of the first things I got with Jason, is that he is moving toward completing something, yes. And it's changing him somewhat. I I just see him in disbelief that, you know, he's really in the free and clear and that he can really shut that door and have a new door open. I don't feel it's as simplistic as I'm ending this relationship and I'm going to open my door to a new future. I think it involves more of him also ending some significant things about his past. But I do feel that there is a definite big door that's blocked and shut in his world. He doesn't he doesn't quite see it that way yet. Okay. And do you think that once he's over that, do you think that he would be open to dating someone new, or is it just going to be a a while? I feel it's going to be a while before he's able to really open up his life and allow the flow and invite someone in. He shows me like going through a healing and feeling vulnerable and having a hard time opening up to love. That said, I do feel he's impressed with you, and I do feel he has his eyes on you. I just don't feel he's quite relationship material yet. He's he's in 
piece of process. Do you know how long it would take? Mm, let's see. You know what I get late summer, like maybe in August you start to see signs of fruit being ripened on the vine is what I'm getting. Okay. Not to say I know nothing I will happen until August. Nothing will happen until August. Oh, wow. Okay, and I know I have no, to go. No, just... I'm not saying that. Oh. I don't feel the fruit will be ripe until August. Oh, I see what you're saying. And he, is he moving yeah. out of the out of the state by any chance? Any time in the year or so? Let me look at that because he definitely shows us having plans he's not sharing and that he has an eye for his own expansion as opposed to, you know, coupling up, getting committed and expanding his life as a couple. He shows kind of, you know, in himself right now. I'm just looking to see as one of his plans to relocate. I'm not seeing that in the near future, like in the next few months, for example. But he has something in the next year or two? Does he have lots of doing that? He or, or he, yes. I feel he would do that. So even if I got because involved he with him? He wants to expand. Hmm. Sorry, go ahead. So even No, I'm just saying, so even if I got involved with him, he might pick up and move somewhere else by the time winter comes around or... It's possibly, but you know what? I wouldn't look at, I wouldn't look at Jason right now in black and white. You know, this is good, it's bad, kind of thing, because he shows me that at the current moment, and I can only read him as he is now. You know what he shows me now, and then go forward in the energy from there. But at the current moment, he's kind of closed off. I see him on his throne with his arms crossed, and. Not to say he's selfish, but his views are about him and his expansion. Right. So that's where he's at now. Later on, in a couple of months or so, he shows me like one of the lessons he's learning is how to be more flexible, how to let someone into his life and open that door. He's going to probably read very differently. Oh, I see what you're saying. I wouldn't say this is hopeless. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll have to I'll have to contact you on your website and and find out in a couple months how we're doing. <laughs> so. No problem, Marino. I'll be there. Everything you said So I I I know what you're talking about with him being inflexible. So, um, I do appreciate your your guidance. That was wonderful. Cool. Let us know how everything Thank works out for you. Okay. Okay. See, that wasn't too bad, just like doing a regular phone reading. No, exactly right. Okay. You know, God bless her. And, yes, done it a thousand times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully I get this name right. Twee from California, you're on the air. Hi. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help you? Um, My question is, is um is my energy my energy to accept love is in the clear and open to receiving and if um if you see a marriage for me one day 
Okay. Can you spell your name for me? It's spelled T-H-U-Y. And how do you pronounce it? It's um, pronounced like twee. It sounds like T-W-E-E. Oh, that's pretty. Thank that's you. That's very pretty. Okay, Twee, let me tune into you now. Okay, Twee's love energy. What's going on and is marriage coming? Hmm. I do see a manifestation right away. I feel your energy is really good. And what they're showing me is you have like a gift coming, a blessing coming concerning love, and it's going to happen in June or before this year. And I see that you are in a perfect place, you know, to have a new beginning, to expand your horizon and have a new beginning. So that shows us good. Sometimes you might feel restless about it. Where's the change? Where's the man? That kind of thing. But don't. Don't worry about it because things happen in their own time, and I just keep getting sixes, sixes, sixes. So I feel like June or before June is going to be very significant for you. As far as marriage, I'm looking to see what details I can get on that. Mm. Okay. There is marriage in your future. What I see here first is, you know, the door is going to end up opening. I don't feel you're going to get married this year, for example. Um, but I feel one of the things that you're working through, you're ready for love, but what do you want that relationship dynamic to be like? And what do you want that man to be like? You know, I, and I feel it would help you to really write that down because I see there's, a guy, and I can't tell if he's in the past or he's coming in, but he's not the one I'm seeing as the blessing. Um, but he shows more like a playboy who might be a charmer, but he doesn't fully take responsibility for the connection. And that's not the guy you want because that you just have all this beautiful energy about you and you're ready for love and a new beginning. And then if somebody comes in who is more of the playboy type, though he may be charming and you're ready for love, he's not going to be able to offer you a relationship. So one of the things that can help you is to distinguish between, you know, what type of relationship do you want and who is the type of man that can ha- that can give you that. Because you definitely show us having marriage in your future. But I feel there's another step to go through as far as um, sorting out how the man and the relationship come together versus you meet a man and you really like him, but there's some things about him that are not relationship potential. Okay, so the blessing that you see for June, is that the person that will lead to marriage? I feel it is, yes. And I feel it possible that before you meet him, a playboy shows up. The playboy person that you're talking about, I think I know who, which is from my past, that trigger, like, new perspective, kind of like the bad boy soulmate that you were talking about on your blog. Mm -hmm. Yes. So he changed my thoughts. He kind of taught me lessons. Right. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Yes. Good for you. 
Um, I think this guy from the past could try to come back again. Yeah, he has. And he disappeared again. Seems like he pulled back like almost instantaneously yes. when he came back. Yes. So he was and a tough lesson. You know, he, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because you have that connection and it's beautiful and so why isn't it working out? <laughs> um yeah. And it's it's great in every other way, but he can't offer a relationship where you both feel good. You know, it's all about his fear and his independence and him not wanting to fall in love and get hooked in um, to a connection. So good for you, Twee, for seeing that. Thank you. But your blog helps also. I really, like, a lot of things resonated when I read your blog. Awesome. Awesome. That's why I write it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because it helps to see it, like, wow, I've went through that, and, you know, now i got a perspective on it. And so it, it's not quite as painful when you realize that, you know, what it's really about is your own flowering as a person and accepting more for yourself. Mm-hmm. So would you say that Very when good. that person does come back, when that old person does come back, is it more, is it better to not to not deal with that person, she just stopped all connection, would that be healthier? Well, it's up to you. If you feel you can interact with him and it doesn't take you off balance, um, then there's nothing wrong with saying, hello, how are you? But the thing with the playboy type is they're always trying to push the boundary. And so if he comes back and I see it's just to amuse himself, you know, just to have some fun. He not He's not taking anything seriously. But, you know, if you feel he's going to push your boundaries um, and, and try to get your attention again or try to hook you back in, then you can just say, no, I've moved on. Thank you. You know, thank you very much. I've moved on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I said I have moved on. Yeah, I have. It's disrespecting to come back, come in and out as he pleased. So I have moved on. Yes. Good for you, Twee. If you have a big love coming your way. Thank you. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thanks. Awesome. My pleasure. Let me and Michael know about it. Okay, I will. Thank you so much for both of your help. You're welcome, dear. Many blessings to you. My pleasure. Thank you. She has such nice energy, too. Very nice. Very That's why I just, the first thing I saw with Twee is like, whoa, she's got a big blessing coming. It's like I saw a hand with a blessing in it pointed right at her. So it is like with her, you know, the playboy, she gave up the lesser for the greater. And often in life we're asked to do that, to give up the lesser for the greater, and we have to do it from a place of believing in ourselves. You know, you can't give up what's there right now for something better if you don't believe you can have something better. And she did it. Yes, definitely. Let's see how well of a job we can do for Gwendolyn. Hello, Gwendolyn. 
Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. You're on the air. How Thank can we help you. you? Yes, my question is, again is, is in regards to relationship. Um, it's been a while since I've um, um, have been in a relationship, and that's that's by choice. Um, and I'm ready to step out and into a new life. Do you see anything coming forward? Okay, let's tune into you, Gwendolyn. Thank you for okay. calling. Thank you. Let's get into your energy. Absolutely. Hmm, what are we saying? First thing I get with you is barriers coming down, and that's continuing to happen. I mean, I feel like that's happening now, and that's going to continue to happen through March, a new sense of balance. When I look at your partnership energy, which would be like commitment, I see you are completing a stage and progressing to a new one, a totally new future. And that is going to happen as you move into April. So the remaining days we have in March, yes, the remaining days we have left in March, any leftover baggage, even if it's physical baggage, but clean out your closet, whatever, throw it out, throw it out, throw it out. Because I feel like there's still a few little burdens showing Um, and by April you can cruise right in to April and I see a soul level connection showing up and I'm going to see if I can get a timing for you it's definitely this year Um, and have you thought about getting remarried remarried or getting married again or getting married yes yeah have you thought about marriage like you want that Yes. Because the reason I ask is I see it in the shadows, and that tells me that obviously it hasn't happened yet, mm-hmm. um, but it's there. And I feel by the end of this year, that's going to be something you're looking at with somebody. I don't wow. feel it's you there alone. I would love to be married kind of thing. Yes. So I'm just looking further. <clears throat> you definitely are still completing a stage. And you're almost there. I mean, you only got a few more days. I think today's the 23rd, so <laughs> you know, you got a few more days to throw out those bags. Yeah. And I get a renewed state of balance comes upon you. And, you know, at times it might feel that you are in a temporary separation with love or that yeah. you're happy and then, okay, why aren't you so happy right now? And then, you know, that's the energy of change that you're in. And once you cross that threshold, yeah, once you cross that threshold in April, it's like you really are just going to be on fire. And it's important that you just keep your energy controlled, you know, however you do that. Some people meditate, you know, in the evenings. And um, because I see someone entering your life unexpectedly, and then a favorable pattern begins to take form. It's like um, a seed gets planted and something begins to grow. All right, this could happen this summer. I keep looking for time, time, and sometimes they'll show me a season or I get some kind of seasonal um, time period, and, and I see summer. Wow. Is it so someone what new? So what you want is coming. Is it someone they new? They show me they enter as a surprise. I I do feel it could be a new contact. Okay, good. Because you're crossing the bridge to the future. And so far when I looked at you, I haven't seen anything about the past coming somehow over that bridge with you to the future. Good, good, good. You have a new structure showing. 
coming in. Um, just a little bit of a wait period, but you don't even need to notice that. I mean, you know, when you're happy and balanced within yourself and you know that you're going to have your new beginning, that you've given up a lot, you've given up baggage, you've given up old thought forms, of course you're then going to be rewarded. Absolutely. With the blessing. Yes. Wonderful. So this is another uh, positive outcome that Michael and I are going to want to hear about when it happens. (laughs) Excellent. Very, very good. So good work. I mean, somehow you are right at the point of crossing a major threshold into a totally new future. Yes, and I think that's that's is in regard to my whole life and not just in the in the area of love. You know, it's like I, I made a decision yes. that two thousand and twelve it's 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 time it's actually it's time to grow up. Yes. And really think about yeah. uh, where I wanna be and what I wanna do with my life. This it was a turning point. Mm-hmm. So this is good. That means I'm on the right track. This is very good. Very, very totally. good. Absolutely. Very good. Thank you so very much. Beautiful. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome, dear. Have yourself a wonderful night. Your blessings to you. Bye-bye. Another wonderful caller. You've got great people. Oh, they are wonderful. It's because I have wonderful guests on it, uh, like yourself. Thank you, Michael. You've really got lovely people calling in. Thank Very you. open and receptive. Yes, they definitely are. Um, yeah. So for those, you know, we have a lot of new people that are, you know, coming in because we have a chat room as well, and it's getting more and more people coming in. So, again, tell everyone how they can get a hold of you for one-on-one reading and uh, where you're based out of, so maybe they live in your area and they can contact you. I've made contacting me very easily. It's yourlovepsychic.com. And on that website, you can book a session. You can email me. I'm very accommodating. Even though it says I only work Monday through Friday, 2 to 8, um, it's almost a joke. <laughs> because <laughs> when people need me, uh, you know, I'm there. When people need me, I'm there. So I accommodate people all the time. And that's really the best way to contact me. Some people just, you know, go ahead, book their session, call me up. They'll leave a message if I'm with another client, and then I'll call them right back as soon as possible. So usually people don't have to wait too long to get a reading. Um, I'm a a bit of a workaholic, but I don't consider this as work. So, yes, yourlovepsychic.com is the best way to reach me, and I'm based in Texas. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. Oh, nice area. Hopefully you didn't get hit by those bad storms. I did, but they um, they weren't that bad. And, and here, when it rains, we'll take it because we've had water rationing and droughts for many, many summers now. And so we've had a beautiful spring this year. The blue bonnets are blooming. Everything is, is just in bloom, the wildflowers. Um, nice. It, it will, soon enough, it'll be so hot that um, and it won't have rained in, in days and days. So, yeah, Um We'll We're take good. the rain when we can get it. Oh, yeah. My uh, brother and um, dad live up in uh, northern Texas. They're up just north of Dallas, up in the Paris area. Oh, wow. I had some family in Paris. 
So I've never made it out to Texas Paris, yet. Maybe Texas. one of these days. Well, you're in Florida, and it's hot there, too. Oh, um, yes. So I don't think you'd have to acclimate too much. Yeah. No, not too much. I'm, I'm going to dread the summer, but that's okay. I've learned to deal with them. I've been down here now for 20-something years from up north, so I'm used to them. And there's always air conditioning, fortunately. Oh, yes. <laughs> Need the air conditioning. Let's go ahead and see who else we can help out here. How about Jessica from Maryland? Thank you, uh, Valerie and Michael. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Um, How can we help you? I Well, I have a question about um, my relationship with John. Um, just we need our potential success. That's enough. I don't know if that's enough or not. But um, we live a little a, a little bit away, and it's been off and on. And, and there are some, I, you were talking about, like, blocks and stuff. Nothing major, but I wonder if it could be easier or or what you see for us. Okay, let's tune into you two. Okay, let's see what's going on. Jessica and John, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Well, the feelings are definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just looking to see what you can expect from John. And mm-hmm. I see what you mean by the on and off kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. He definitely shows that he has feelings for you. But I get that when I look at how he's oriented, I see one foot headed forward and the other foot is just standing where it is. It's kind of, and well, so it's that kind of that play way. out in a confusing way. Right. Yeah. And it makes like you feel unsure about back. what you're mm-hmm. Yes. He's got a problem with his feet here. <laughs> um, and I see how that can... I see how, though, that can make you feel unsure about, you know, what are you supposed to do and Mm -hmm. what is the clear direction here. And the thing with John that's showing as the reason why he's that way is that he shows me he doesn't feel in contact with the life opening up ahead of him. He doesn't feel in contact with the future, with the road, because he has to acquire some new skills first Mm -hmm. before he can move forward, Mm -hmm. you know, and how to grow up a little bit and mm-hmm. maybe negotiate mm-hmm. life from a more mature yeah, more mature level. It's it's absolutely not an absence of feelings here on his part mm-hmm. or your part. I just mm-hmm. feel it has to do with him having the skill to negotiate a relationship to move I forward. I enjoy that word. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the issues too I'm sure you picked up with that, um, but it's uh his his work schedule too. I think he's he's trying to focus a lot like I am too on work and such because we've made mistakes in the past with love and such. So it's better to focus on something that's secure, you know, something that you can you know that you can do well. At. Love is tricky. That's why I think it's so popular. But um, I keep feeling May, um, but I don't know why I keep feeling May. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's a time where you think there might be an opening for us or. I'm looking to see what you can expect from him as far as actions. Mm-hmm. And he shows me that, you know, he is somewhat distracted um, mm-hmm. as far as focusing on the road ahead. This is my future. I can see now the path is lit up and I can now see it all clearly. I don't feel like he's quite there yet. 
he shows mm-hmm. me like his inner his energy at times is a bit all, all over the place. I mm-hmm. see you and his connection continuing. It's mm-hmm. definitely going to continue. There does show to be a journey in the future, a significant journey, but they put a, a I see it as a secret. And so I don't get it. <laughs> and the reason is, but here's the reason. Because right. it's showing as a secret, and whenever I see, like, secret, what I it means the is too. it's yeah. a matter of, okay, it's like it's a matter of right timing, and it's mm-hmm. a matter of a shift needed to take place in the perspective. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what John, as he shifts his perspective to see mm-hmm. what's possible and to see further down the road than just the next one or two steps down the road, that's, mm-hmm. that's going to make a huge difference mm-hmm. in him being able to progress. And mm-hmm. there shows to be a relationship on offer here in the future. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's going to get mm-hmm. better. It's not always going to be herky-jerky like this. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> um, it's funny that you yeah. said secret. I do, um, like, um, the angel oracle cards, and whenever I ask, kind of, it's either, uh-huh. okay, positive, stay focused, or it's a secret. It goes back to a chakra or something like that. Like, you know, work on the ah. on the manifestations or saying I can or I want or visualizing. So it's interesting that you use the word secret too because that's why I'm calling too because it's kind of a mystery to me. So, but I think it's meant to be that way in a way. Does that make sense too? Or? It is because when something, when something isn't being revealed to us, mm-hmm. it's because it, it's either a matter of right timing Mm-hmm. And we can't orchestrate right timing on our own. We can only mm-hmm. act at the right time, but we don't know when that right time is until it's upon us. But also a secret is we have to shift a little bit more in our perspective to see the secret. Mm-hmm. And then the mm-hmm. secret gets revealed. So it's mm-hmm. basically saying just keep moving forward and it's going to be okay because a secret is usually really good because that tells <laughs> me, okay, something's going to happen. We just can't see it yet. Yeah. Okay. So I guess but what I see is going to happen is there is going to be a journey and this is going to be a more significant relationship than it is today. Wonderful. That's good. That's good. And I and I guess maybe just continue to remain flexible and I I think that's been working for me before I was pushing against with the energy and you know like control and kind of versus letting go of control. So remain flexible. Right, because it's a timing issue. Mm -hmm. That's right, Mm -hmm. because you can't force the river to flow any faster than it already is. I guess what the time... I'm sorry, quickly say, I've been focusing on moving and changing jobs, and and this job has come up, and I would like to ultimately move to the city, and I don't mind, to D.C. Do you see, maybe, is that more clear to you, um, a job in D.C.? It's all intertwined with relationships. Jessica's path in D.C. I feel you could have wish fulfillment there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I feel it's something that you have to keep, you know, keep at, keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. And then it Mm -hmm. shows it comes into formation for you. It's absolutely possible. Great. And I'm looking Mm -hmm. at a time period. See if they're going to give me one. Hmm. Victory. Well, keep working at it. I see it between July 20th and August 20th. Something wow. could come about. Wow. 
That's that's great news. And um, thank you very much. I, I feel very fortunate to actually get the love psychic. So I'll keep up with you. And um, thank you very much, Michael, as well. Thank you. You're very welcome, dear. Have a great night. Have a great night. You too. Kimberly, also from Maryland. Another lovely call. Yes. We have another uh, another one from Maryland calling in, too. Maryland is a hot spot tonight for love and romance. Oh, they're up late. <laughs> yes. Hello, Kimberly. Hi. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. And how can we help you? Hi, Kimberly. Um, how can we help you? Okay. Um, I, uh, um, I reconnected with somebody that, I was very enamored with when I was a teenager. We haven't seen each other in, God, 16, 17 years. Um, do you see anything materializing between us? What's his name? His first name, his real name is Daniel, but everybody calls him Scott by his middle name. Okay. Okay, let's tune in and see what you can expect from him. What's going on there, Kimberly and Scott? Hmm, Scott. Hmm. He shows me that, I mean, I do get some sense of anxiety around him and anxiety around the future, and I'm just going internally within to see what's going on. He does. There is something about you, Kimberly, that makes him light up. I see that. And and I feel like he's opened up to some dreams and wishes and fantasies and things. So I do feel that you mean something to him. And I get that on some level things are happening as they should, that he shows he's got to, you know, take care of the central purpose of things, like stay in balance. But there's something here, too, that has kicked off his anxiety. I keep getting that with him. Um, it's like he, I feel he could do a pullback. How long have you been talking again? Um, we just ran into each other uh, on Monday. Um, like I said, I haven't. He was. I was 16. He was 21. My father would not let me go out with him. But it was just over the years. I've always thought about him, and then. I kind of, um we ran into each other um on Monday night and you know we send a couple of texts back and forth and he's actually going through a divorce I'm going through a divorce um we both had our masters hearing okay. in the last two or three, three two, his was in the beginning of March mine was on Tuesday and so yeah I mean we we chatted and it seemed very nice and he says well I'll I'll talk to you tomorrow but I haven't heard from him since. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. Um, I mean, I, I do feel you running into you opened him up to, wow, you know, a very beautiful energy of dreams and wishes and the best of life, you know, that he touched that energy once again. But he's showing me, though, that's the pullback I was seeing, that he's not ready to give out his personal energy. And I see him cutting himself off from connecting and committing. And that makes total sense if he's going through a divorce that, you know, he would 
be that way. And he shows out of balance with the way he's communicating. And at times he could have a communication block because I feel like there's a lot he's processing and there's a lot he needs to say to people in his life, but he's not speaking it. And that plays out as a communication block where it makes him hard to speak, you know, anything to anybody. And Mm -hmm. so with him... Um, I'm just looking to see how long he gets out of this because I, I feel like he, he does have some good feelings and hopeful nice feelings for you, but this is the kind of situation where it's best to just put it totally aside, do what you need to do, and then if he comes around, great. If he doesn't, you know, whatever. But I'm looking to see if he does when after he's done with all his adverse stuff and and everything else. Let's see. What can Kimberly expect from Scott? I do see that you're going to end up with a written communication from him. And I feel it can happen this spring, before the spring's over. It shows that it's just a temporary type of separation between you and him because his energy is quite adverse right now. He's blocked um, from letting someone in and, and, you know, I can just talk to her as a friend and being easygoing like that. I don't feel he's able to right now. And it doesn't have anything to do with you. It's not that he's not interested. He didn't find you beautiful or any of that because I feel he did. I feel that you really sparked him to fantasize and dream about some good things. He's just not ready. He's he's pretty blocked right now. Nonetheless, you're going to hear from him before the spring is over. He's still not going to be ready, but you can start the ball rolling with, you know, pleasant communication. Okay. Do you, do you, when you say he has nice thoughts, are they nice thoughts about me or just nice? Oh, no, definitely about you. I feel running into you put him back into a place of, wow, life can be good again. It was it was kind of like the clouds temporarily parted and he went into dreams and fantasies and wishes. You know, that real nice place, real nice place. He's just not mm-hmm. ready to, you know, he he can't manage to totally stay in that place. But, no, this, you triggered that in him. Okay. Yeah, you had an impact. Yeah. Do you do you see I that? feel he wants to do more. Okay. He wants to do more, but I get him really anxious around communication and um the future. So he's just not quite ready. Okay. And do you do you see You're gonna add something? Do you see us having a future together or is this just gonna remain on a friendship level? I feel he has more interest than friendship. I just don't feel he can back it up yet. So that's okay. why I, I I look at this as kind of like the long haul, kind of put him to the side for a while and do what you need to do because I don't see him as gone. I feel he's going to come back around, and I feel it's going to take him some time, though, before he can you know, open up more to where he's going to indulge those sweet feelings that he has for you, that you sparked when he ran into you. Okay. Do you see anybody new coming yeah. in besides him? Okay, let's look at you. 
First, I, I get that, I mean, you show you are going to make progress, and I do feel like there's a little bit of, you know, at times mental anguish, and who doesn't have that? But definitely going through a divorce. I just see, you know, the mind needs to quiet down. I see a period of time where you've gained a lot of wisdom and, and have some detachment. I do feel that there can be some unexpected sudden changes that come in of a new emotional contact, and I do believe that is Scott. And I feel that, like I saw earlier when I was looking at him, um, now that I look in your energy, I feel like you are going to hear from him definitely before the spring, but it can even be as soon as, you know, within two weeks you'll hear back from him. And I feel like you two can end up having a nice emotional sharing. So he's really what's showing right now. He just shows like he's being way too hard on himself and he's emotionally unhappy and strained. But nonetheless... I feel something can come through between you and him that's much more positive still in the springtime period that we're in right now. Not the first half of it, but probably the second half. Yeah, because like I said, he's just always been, he's, uh, I mean, I'm I'm 40, I'm getting ready to turn 42. Um, this has been since I was 16 years old, and I've just never forgot about him. Wow. That's awesome. There's definitely a flame burning between you and him that's not out. And I feel seeing you sparked something in him, definitely. And that's not going to die. It's just, in a way, it's a lousy time for you to to have met uh, because you can't do much about it right now. But then in another way, it's not lousy at all because you sparked back up hope and life and it can be good it can be beautiful that's what seeing you gave to him mm-hmm. so in a way that's good yeah I mean I've just always I've always wanted him and he's in a worse place in his divorce than what I am with mine um, his was not wanted on his part and she's moved on and is already engaged to somebody else. Me, I, I walked away. My marriage has been over for a very, very long time. We just never processed the paperwork. Mm-hmm. But I still think he, and he, he's so bitter. Not, he's, yeah, he's, his his energy is, is pretty intense. Um, very intense as far as he's he's got unhappiness showing, anger showing, um, he's blocked off, shut off, communication blocked, all of that, you know. Um, And it has nothing to do with you. It's just it could play out with you as far as him not being very open, receptive, and, you know, able to offer anything at the moment. So I should basically not not try to contact him. I should just be doing exactly like I have been. I shouldn't try to yes. contact him and or exactly. or initiate contact. I wouldn't only because he shows his, he's not receptive, and so if you contact him and he doesn't readily contact you back, then if you don't feel anything about that, then fine. But you know it, it could put you then in a place of 
kind of being too close to his energy when it's not that positive right now. Right. Okay. And then I just have one very yeah, but question. I I see a communication. Okay. It, it shows there is going to be a communication from him to you. Okay. Um, Go ahead, Jenny. Previous to, yeah, just my last question very quickly. Previous to him, I I was on and off with somebody that was very much, that was a lot younger than I am. Um, we had a pretty bad blowout on earlier in the week. Do you see him trying to come back into my life, or do you see that that chapter is closed in my life? His his name is Ryan. What's his name? Ryan. Okay, let's see. Let's tune into Ryan. See what he's up to concerning you. Hmm. Um, I don't feel he's shut the door. He shows me that toward you he's apprehensive. Like he doesn't know, you know, what he should do, what he shouldn't do. Should he do something bold? Should he wait? He shows he still has the shockwaves on him. So I don't feel he's done as much processing as you have. I feel he still thinks about it and still thinks about contacting you. I'm going to see if he's actually going to do it, though. Ryan, you know, part of him does still hold you dear. I mean, I do feel he still has an emotional bond, an emotional attachment. Um, He shows me that he's got some negative thoughts too like negative negativity i see him emotionally distressed and afraid which makes him somewhat weak on a physical level like his actions are kind of ineffectual hmm. i don't feel you've a hundred percent i can't say oh you've heard the last of him i don't because i see he thinks about contacting you okay and i feel he very well he very well could end up doing it it might be a while down the road, but I'm just looking to see how long does he carry around with him the thoughts of thinking of contacting you. And I look all the way up into September, and I feel it's something that he's still thinking about. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope it really does work out between Scott and I because I just feel like I would just just love to have the opportunity when I look at him around seeing you, that's the best energy he shows right now. Really, it's like stars twinkling, beautiful, beautiful sky. Uh, it really lit him up. And I, you know, he he's not feeling his best. I mean, he, he, yeah. he I wants can, to contact you. And, yes. He's just anxious and afraid of outcomes. He's just not in his power right now. Okay. But when he is, it's going to look very different. Well, I hope it does, because like I said, yeah. I have I have loved him since, uh, since I could remember. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. And then you ran into each other, and I feel it was a blessing for him to see you. Yeah, it's just funny that we're both going through a divorce. I would have never in a million years believed him and Michelle would ever divorce, ever. 
he's going to pass the hump where he lets go a lot of the just the anger he has around it and just very closed off right now, um, very self-protective right now. Um, but when he's on the other side of that, I feel he will indulge himself in the wishes, dreams, and fantasies he had as a result of running into you. Mm, I hope so. I will be waiting for that day. I have waited 20-some years. <laughs> Let us know how it works out for you, Kimberly. I will. Thank you. You're welcome, dear. Have a good night. So you doing okay there, Valerie? Yes, I'm hanging in there. Okay. Um, are there still there's still people in the queue? Oh yes, we still have, we 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 have quite a few callers in the queue still. Everyone has a love oh, question wow. for you. That's amazing. Oh, we have. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can't get to all our callers. That's why we tell everyone to call in about 15 minutes earlier if they want to go ahead and have a chance of getting in because uh, the queue fills up quickly. It opens up 15 minutes before. How and many usually nights? We... Go ahead. I was just going to ask, how many nights a week do you do your radio show? I do them five nights a week. Wow. Yep. So you know, usually You've there's got a lot some of nights. Stamina. Yes. Well, I used to do seven nights a week for three hours a night by myself. Oh, my gosh, Michael. Yeah. So now I have help, and I only do it two hours, wow. and I have guests on. But um, some nights when we when they open up the, the uh, call-in line at uh, 15 minutes before the show starts, by the time the show starts, we sometimes have 20 to 30 people already in queue. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's amazing. So, well, I heard you the other day on, you were on another radio show. You were the guest. Yes, I was the guest, which which I do occasionally. And their show I, was I, just the an guest. hour. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that was really pleasant to listen to. Well, thank you. Yeah, they were, they were nice. They'll be on, um, coming on our show soon again. The giggling, what are the other, the giggling psychics? Uh, the giggle the girls, yes. The laughing psychics? Yeah, the Giggle Girls. Yeah. Yep. Because they love to giggle. <laughs> they were great. Their energy was wonderful. Uh, I know. I love the two of them. They, uh, they're they wonderful individuals, too. And um, I've actually ordained them as metaphys- metaphysical ministers. And they've been to uh, bridal. Oh, uh, wow. Yep. Yeah, I, I do ord- ordinations. So, and they've actually do used it. Uh, yes. Do weddings. Do I can do funerals. I can do, you know, all that, all that good stuff. Wow. Well, maybe you'll be marrying some of our callers tonight. That'd be nice. You know, I can I can go ahead and do that for them. That Let's would be a happy ending, yes. Oh, of course. Well, let me go ahead. We'll bring on area code 727. You're on the air. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, I want to know where my pantyhose run tonight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Carrie. No, oh, I was just kidding because we were joking around in the room. Um, yeah. yeah, I would like to know what you see coming up for my love life. I hope I didn't offend anyone. I was just kidding. Is there any? Um, is there anyone you want to focus in on? Uh, I'm single right now. 
Okay. And what is your name? My name's Carrie. Okay, Carrie. Okay, let's focus in on Carrie and let's see what's going to happen. Carrie's love life. Hmm. Okay, let me tune into it. I do see in partnership a spiritual connection coming in. I see on your path, because I look at two things right away. I want to look at what's on your path now, which is like your destiny energy. How are you moving forward? What are you battling? If anything's blocking. Hmm. Ooh. I actually see you can have some swift progress here. And I get as a time period, March 20th to April 20th a man comes into the picture, and that's now. That's the time period we're in right now. Let's see what details I can get on him. I feel like you've had to be patient. Ooh, wish fulfillment. Okay. It's soon, Carrie. So what specific questions do you want to know? It shows as a wish fulfillment before the end of April, soul-level connection, swift progress. Hmm. Keep the faith. I feel like the faith in yourself is returning and it's going to return more when you meet this person. It's like a big confirmation for you that the decisions you've made in the past have been right. On some level, do you feel like you're afraid at times of a long-term relationship? Yeah, I really am. (laughs) I don't really, you know what, I asked about my love life, but to be honest with you, I don't really, I'm not really looking for a love life. I mean, I just asked it, but... If that makes sense. Like, you know how people are, like, online dating, meeting people, and I'm the opposite. I'm like, I don't know about all that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we we might want something on a conscious level, maybe because we think we should, maybe because we think we want it. But then on another level, we're like, I don't really want that. I'm afraid of a change of a long-term relationship that's going to bring into my life. And so you're someone that would need a lot of patience from a partner. They would have to be patient with you. Yeah, and they would. I, well, about, I got really, I got burned in the past. My um, my ex boyfriend was a heroin addict, and um, it kind of scarred me really deep. So I mean, I used to be kind of person that would just jump right into a relationship, but I'm not like that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you need someone who's going to be very patient with you and allow you to just set the pace and have your space, and he's going to have to endure that. But I also feel that and you're not going to allow or put up with any deviousness from anybody. No. I mean, I feel like you've learned that. Any dishonesty, any slyness, any deviousness, I don't feel you're going to have it. And I feel like you've had that in the past and that you're still in a process of healing. And so anything that happens with you and another man or and a man is going to have to be slow, definitely Yeah, slow. that's very true, very true. I mean, I still do have a lot of um, emotions towards my ex that are unhealthy, you know. Well, you've learned the hard way in a sense. You know, you've learned what love is not, okay? Lesson done, lesson complete. 
Now how about learning what love is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's very true. It's very true. Mm-hmm. And I feel you're going to have your chance to do that. Oh, very good. It's just don't block it. Don't, don't, don't block it. You know what I mean? It's like as a way to self-protect yourself, and at first you might not even realize that you are kind of blocking, but I feel like that is going to come up for you where you're, you're going to want to kind of block that door. Like, oh, I'm not letting you in. Um, right, 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 right. That's and cool. it's just, yeah. Yeah. Just realize you're doing it, and going slow will help. But your heart can love again and open up again because where the love shows when I look at your energy, it shows spiritually. So your personality and, you know, who you are as Carrie has been wounded and you're not going to trust certain things, you're not going to put up with all this other stuff. But spiritually, you can have some unconditional love. And, and it shows with your spiritual energy, that's really where the love is going to come in. It's not coming in because a man's going to enter your life and he's going to bring you love. What shows actually is the love's coming in on a spiritual level. Right. And you have to let it in. And one way you can let it in is you can meditate, you can pray, you can surrender in prayer, you know, your resentments, your pain, your fears. If you have to do it every day, do it every day because there's a love right on top of your head that wants to come in spiritually. And then, of course, the man comes, but it shows first on a spiritual level. Right. Yeah. Very good, very good. Thank you. You can do it just because certain things have played out physically that have been very painful and difficult. Yeah. It's a new chapter. It's time for the new chapter. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would go with somebody as long as they're not on drugs. And, you know, I got my checklist. <laughs> yeah. Can't be on you drugs. Do. And I feel you can spot. You've learned how to spot someone who can be oh, sly yeah. and deceptive. And, yeah. I got radar for and that you're now. you're not going to have your time. No, yeah. no. Oh, my God. If I sense any kind of shenanigans, I'm out. See you later. Bye-bye. Nice to meet you. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right, because you know what's on that road. And what's yeah. on that road. I mean, I don't care how nothing. cute they are, how good they are in bed, whatever. You know, if you have shenanigans, I'm out. Uh, nothing's worth it to me. I don't mm-hmm. I don't play that game now. That's right. Cuz there's nothing good on that road. No. It's a bad road. Nothing and but I'm not doing any married guys, or, you know. I know the deal. I know the deal. Yeah. <laughs> so if yeah. he doesn't come to me on a clean level, I'm not going to have it. I'm not worried. I, I mean, I know I'll I'll meet the right guy. I'm not really concerned about that, to be honest with you. Yeah, you shouldn't be because you've got a big love sitting right on top of you on a spiritual level, and that is going to shift some of this energy to where you know, you'll you get to a place where you know, okay, I can drop my guard a little bit with this guy. Um, and you'll be able to do it. It's just for you, definitely it'll be going slow, and he's going to have to be patient with you. And that's a test as well. If he can be patient with you, then he's worthy of you. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. 
Have a good night, Carrie. Thank you for calling, Carrie. God bless. God bless. God bless you. Mary Lee, you're on the air. Good evening. How can we help you tonight? Well, I'd like to know what's in the future for my love also. Well, what's your name? Mary Lee. Okay, Mary Lee. How did you know that, Michael? Because my caller, that screens callers, puts it in the little chat window that says that's Mary Lee. Oh, that's sweet. Okay. Okay, Mary Lee, let's tune into you and see what's going to happen in your love life. What's your path in love? What's going on? Okay, Mary. Well, first thing I get is that you do have a lot of clarity. You're mastering circumstance. One of the things you're learning, which we're all learning, is how to rule yourself with kindness. Like, for example, instead of saying, I have to do this, I have to do that, and I didn't do that well or whatever, it's you can have structure in your life while still being kind to yourself. And I do see little burdens here uh, to let go of that show in the emotional arena. Now, you're entering a cycle, and this is important for you to know because you can take advantage of it, of calling things to you, and not just love, but material things, comfort, feeling blessed. It's like you're entering into some kind of a Venus cycle, and Venus doesn't work for anything. Venus just has things happen for her. She calls things to her, and things are handed to her. So the more you can work that by just relaxing, the better, because I see with you that you are going through a death and a rebirth. And so for you, it's knowing, okay, what is the death? Well, anything of the past is definitely dead. So when it comes to mind, let it go. Thank it for serving you and keep moving forward. Because what shows right now, what I keep getting for you, is on some level you've got a lot of clarity. And I see when I look at your path and your future, I see the sun shining on it which tells me that you're going to be able to see where you need to go and what you need to do. I just feel like at times, and we all do this as well, be careful, don't get stuck in those tricky, heavy emotions that want to drag you into the swamp, you know, whatever they are. You think you can't have love, love isn't coming, that kind of thing. Because I'm going back into your love life, and you show you're going to end up with a man coming in and a wish fulfillment. I feel first there's a little bit of interesting territory that you have to traverse before this man comes in. Um, I'm looking at a time period. It shows me a blessing. It's handed to you. I feel it's this year. If it takes as long as the fall, let's see what the date like um, even as late as November, December, I mean, don't don't lose heart if something doesn't or he doesn't appear before then because you're definitely on the path to have your relationship. At times you might not feel it now because I feel like there's still some little bags to let go of and some emotional waters that you need to tread lightly. Don't get bogged down to any negative emotional stuff. 
just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving forward because a man definitely does show. And I also see for you a run of luck. And I'm not saying go play the lottery, but you're entering a Venus cycle where it, it could play out with a career opportunity. It definitely can play out with love where you're able to attract to you. It's like a magnetism going on. So I would work it, definitely work it. Well, thank you very much. I'm a Venus-ruled girl, so I'm looking forward to that. Ah, oh. Well, you've got a lot. lot. Are you Taurus or Libra? No, I'm a Libra rising, actually. Okay, okay. That's good. So you know how to balance the scales, and you know how to let Venus work for you, because you definitely have a strong Venus energy showing. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Have a wonderful have a, evening. Thank you, Mary you too, Mary Lee. You and too, let my us dear. Know. Let us know how everything works out for you, okay? I will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Such wonderful energies tonight, too, coming in. I know. All ladies, huh? It's all been ladies. I know. And you say this is the first time you've done radio. You're You're like an old pro at this. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> it, it's a test of stamina, I'll tell you that. Wow. Yeah, it is it, it, when you're doing that because that's why, you know, we'll talk every once in a while and get you a little break to clear your mind. And so, and there, But yeah, there are some helpful. people that, you know, love doing the, the shows where it's just like, you know, one right after another, no breaks, no talking, no nothing. It's like, okay, we'll go one after another. I don't know how you can keep up the stamina to go from yeah, one to another. Yeah, I don't like little pauses. Yep. Yeah, I don't mind the the little pauses. Um, it, it, it's nice. Just take a yeah. little breather. And, uh, but the callers are wonderful, absolutely wonderful people. Oh, let me go ahead and see what we can do for... Hello, dear, you're on the air. Who? You. Oh, hi. How are you? What's your first name? My name is Gidget. Hi, Gidget. Hi. Um... I guess I'm just going to stay with the theme. Love. Yes. Love okay, the so you don't want to focus on anyone? No, I don't have anyone. No. Okay, so we want to know what's going to happen for Gidget. What is the path in Gidget's love life? Let's tune in. Let's see what's going on for Gidget. Okay, Gidget. Just focus here. All right. Are you sure there's no one? I don't think so. No, I mean, I'm not dating. I'm not, no. Okay. Because I do see a man. He came in right away, and he comes in around your home. Um, hmm. Let me get more energies on this. Let's see. Yeah, because I see you, the way you're showing in the energy, as a beautiful woman who's sitting on her throne, and I see a man coming in around your home with a love offering. And it may not be uh, literally he's going to knock on your door, but I, I do get him in the area where you live. And he shows that he's somebody who's open and ready for love. You've got a definite surprise coming to you. 
because when I first looked at you, I saw like this upheaval energy, and I thought, okay, what's going on there? Uh, is it good or bad? But then I see a surprise come spinning into you. So something's coming in that can shock and surprise you, and I feel it's that a door opens all of a sudden that hasn't been opened for a while. And I see you restructuring your value system. Hmm. Yep. Summer, two shows. Cool. You definitely have a man coming in. I didn't, I didn't even have to struggle to find him or look at what you've got to go through first or anything like that. I mean, cool. he's showing this first part of the year. So do you have any more details on him? Like what he looks like? Any? Let's see. What he does for a living? <laughs> I usually I don't read I don't read physical characteristics, uh-huh. but I do read energy, and he shows as love offering right away. You know, I don't feel like he's the type of guy you got to guess. You know, what does he want? Where is he coming from? That kind of thing. I think he sees you. He's going to resonate with you, and he's going to open a door and offer love to you. And I feel it's going to be a shock for both of you. Because he has the shockwave on him, too. And it's funny because in Italy or Sicily, they call it being hit by the thunderbolt. When you, It's like a love at first sight kind of thing. Like somebody just takes you away. You were hit by lightning. And that's what I feel it's going to be like for you and him when you meet. Wow. Mutually for both of you. Cool. Yeah. A lot of passion shows. Ooh, that's even it's better. It's a relationship of, of high passion. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and love. I mean, definite love is here. I like that. Great. This is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Very exciting. You're awesome. My pleasure. <laughs> thank, thank you, you Michael. So much. Thank you. You're, wel- you're welcome, dear. Let us know how everything works out for you, okay? I will do that. Thanks. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, keep Bye-bye. me on hold. Keep me on hold, please. Okay, I will. Thanks. Yeah, we have the ability to put them back in mute again, so this way they can go ahead and continue listening in, especially if they're on Skype. Oh, I see. They they can't listen on the computer? Uh, they can, but a lot of them, they're like, well, I'm already in on Skype, so I'll just go ahead and keep listening in that way. Oh, I see. Wow. Let's go ahead and bring well, Stephanie. Well, we've got about 20... 20- Twenty uh, twenty something minutes. I was just going to say we've got about twenty five minutes left. Yep. Yeah. We'll be able to get a couple more calls in. Absolutely. Hello, hello Stephanie from Wisconsin. You're on the air. Hello. Well, what a coincidence! Twenty five minutes left and twenty five users in your chat room. Yes. <laughs> Must be my lucky number tonight. Uh-huh. So hi, thanks for taking my call. Hi, so Stephanie. How can we help you? Well, I could use a lot of help. Actually, um, specifically, I guess I I do have a question for you and could ask that you elaborate on something for me, maybe just give me your insight. But could I maybe ask you first, if you do this or not, maybe what you kind of see for me or um, any type of maybe energy that you get and what I should expect within the next, year, or would you like me just to go right into specifics? Yes, let's go into specifics. Okay. I was married in April, and um, things were really good. 
and we pretty much are we're like um we're not very very the same kind of people, but we complement each other in that our differences you know we each have our own space um the gentleman is extremely nice and patient and treats me just wonderful and night and day from my past relationship that I had, which was about a, a year marriage, um, a long relationship, but it just was a very bad, bad situation that I was in. So this was like heaven when I found this man. Now, I'm mid-30s, and he'll be going on 40. And what I'm concerned is we have no children yet, and it's not like there's any major trying going on to have children. I mean, we talk about it, and I know he does want to, but it's kind of weird because it just seems like I I don't understand maybe what he's feeling or what the issues are that, you know, um, there's just like little passion or romance, you know, to get to that point to have the children. (laughs) I can't remember what I'm trying to say, you know, where I'm going with that. It's just that, you know, it's not like we're mad at each other in fights, you know, it's just... Like, he's, he'll do one thing, and I'm, you know, working on the computer, and there's just, it's like he doesn't have any drive, or so it's either, like, not attracted to me anymore, or he's um, has problems with, like, man problems down there, or three, mm-hmm. uh, maybe he's on the other side of the fence, which so, <laughs> I don't hope not. I mean, just kind of jokingly saying that, but I'm wondering what maybe you feel or see out of all that Well, you know. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Stephanie. What's his name? His name is Jonathan. He goes by John, J-O-N. Okay, let's tune into him. I want you to think about Jonathan. Let's tune in, Stephanie, see what's going on with John. What's going on with you, John? Mm-hmm. I know you just want them. It's like, well, I so guess like maybe he's... Sorry. No, go ahead. You were saying... I'll let you talk. I did, there's a delay, so I'm just going to let you go for a while. Okay. I'm not seeing it as a lack of love. I'm looking first at, like, the big energies or the main energies surrounding your connection. And let me go deeper into him to get the answer because on the surface I don't see it. Um, I, I see that he does think you're beautiful and wonderful, and I see love. So let me see what's going on with him internally. Okay, John, where's the passion? Hmm. Okay. I was going to say, I know that, you know, he didn't have a lot of, you know, people before me, and he was, um, took care of his parents, so, you know, he wasn't always, he didn't have a lot of, much of a social life prior to me, because he was taking care of his family, and then both of his parents passed, and then that's kind of when we met, so, um, I don't know if he's just embarrassed, or just it's a lack of experience, but he's, very passive and just doesn't, uh, just very unactive. I'm just, I'm still looking to find the answer. And I don't feel it's physical because sometimes I will be able to see that a person just isn't feeling well or, um, you know, that there is something wrong physically, though I don't diagnose people. Um, I can pick up on if there's something physical going on. And with him, I'm not seeing anything, any physical reason for it. I see um, at times he has difficulty feeling connected and feeling that he's able to establish a deep, intimate connection. And, 
you know, he knows, he's aware that something is wrong, that something feels off, and I don't see it as physical, and I feel like he needs to ask for help in some kind of way, whether it's in prayer or, you know, even a therapist and say, you know, I don't understand where is my my passion and why am I unable to open myself up intimately because I feel like this is an issue on intimacy, not mm-hmm. just sexual intimacy, but the intimacy of him opening himself up, allowing himself to be vulnerable and exposed and naked, et cetera, in that way. I feel like that's what it's about um, because I don't feel it's a lack of love toward you, a lack of attraction toward you. I'm just looking, too, to see what you can expect or what can come of this and if he's going to shift out of it. Um, uh, it's going to definitely take some conscious effort and decision-making on his part versus, okay, I see him shifting out of this in a month or so just naturally. You know, I, I don't feel it's going to exactly be like that. I feel it's something that he's going to have to consciously work on. Um, on some level, he is emotionally distressed and feels emotionally o- overwhelmed at times. Do you know why that might be? You know, job is the only thing I can think of. It's the only stress factor that would because be Because I see... There. Okay. Because I get that it's the emotional distress and some negative thinking around that, feeling somewhat threatened, that causes him to be weak on the physical level, like ineffectual physically, not feeling in his power physically. And I feel it is going to take him, it absolutely could do with work. I feel it's going to take him being disciplined and separating like the work life and the emotional distress from his home life. Because with you, I feel on some level he thinks you're happily married. Yeah. Even yeah. though... And for me, that's, yeah. just, that's not... For me, I mean, we should be in we should be in like a honeymoon state yet, really. I mean, it was the end of April, last April that we were married. So, I mean, we should still be like <laughs> very active every month, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. And it's just not right. It's just, I mean, it's like a complete 360 from all the other people that I've been with, I'm thinking, well, gee, is it me? You know, am I, am I like this big corn bug that, you know? But, you know, I just kind of, you know, talk to my friends. They're like, no, you know, that's just that you're right. That doesn't seem right. You know, there's something going on. And, you know, I thought, well, maybe is it low self-esteem? You know how, like, a lot of guys will think um, they just have, like, inside and just, like, what they can do financially and what they're, as a provider, you know, there's low self-esteem issues as well as, you know, they're sexual low self-esteem issues, so I thought maybe that's some of it, you know, but I just don't know. I just can't put my finger on it. I feel with him, I feel it's emotional and mental stress that he's unable to completely shut out, and he's aware something is wrong, but he's, he's, because it hasn't been addressed as a problem, it's not recognized as a problem. You know, even though he feels something's not right, I feel like it's going to have to be addressed. And, you know, how you approach that, you know, is up to you. But, you know, you don't have to say, listen, you know, and and be too blunt about it. You can say, I just, 
I, I'm not sure, you know, what you're feeling for me at times. Is, are you feeling passion um, or you don't seem to be as passionate or something like this? He's aware, but I feel he's not recognizing it as the problem it is because he's got other problems going on, you know. In so really, you really don't see anything and would kind of steer me away Physical. from the idea that it's something medical where, I mean, he is going to be 40 soon, and I watch Dr. Oz, and then go through menopause too. So, you know, is it a lack of hormone that would just make someone just not even want to be intimate and passionate? Well, I don't feel it's normal, and I feel Dr. Oz, maybe he said this, or maybe some (laughs) other doctor has said this, usually when there's something physically wrong with a man, one of the first places it shows up is in their erection or their inability to have one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a possibility. I mean, I'm definitely not diagnosing John um, or able to ask him assessment questions because I have worked as a nurse. But when I just read his energy, the distress I see is emotional and mental. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, with the two of you, it should be addressed as a problem, you know, and then maybe he could go get a checkup and, and maybe, you know, he can look into that further. One, you have to rule that out first, the physical, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then you can look at other reasons. But you have to address this with him, unfortunately. I mean, I wish I could say that I see it, oh, it's going to work out and he's going to shift and change and, you know, uh, be totally different, but... I feel it's it's going to take some conscious decisions and disciplined effort to change this between you and him. Yeah, because I'm afraid. I mean, even and though one of those decisions, I'm, I'm afraid that it will just keep going where we're shifting apart and apart and apart. I mean, there's days where I'll be at work, I'll just like, you know, I'm supposed to be home at five. I'll just sit there till one o'clock in the morning and just do work because it's like, well, what's the difference if I'm here doing work or at home? You know, and it's not that I'm mad or yeah, that's you know, not just. Yeah. You know, I'm afraid that I'm getting too comfortable not having him around, even. Yeah. Yeah. And your connection shows to have a lot of love and happiness. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not letting that one thing just go unchecked. You know, it, it does need to be addressed together. No. Yeah, like the caring is there. Right, like the caring for and, you know, making me breakfast every morning, giving me coffee, filling up my gas tank in the morning, you know, running my car. I mean, he's all there. But when it comes to anything that's intimate or cuddly, snuggly, it's just empty where before I mean this this is not him because I mean that's why I fell in love with him so much is because he was just completely opposite of what it was before I mean this guy paid attention to me we spent time together he was romantic you know and then all of a sudden just things are just kind of shifting completely away and it's not he's not cheating I mean he's not seeing anyone else I know for sure I mean I'm positive it's not that so yeah probably maybe a couple good talks in store Yes, he knows something's wrong, but he's not seeing it as a problem. 
And he so should be. I, I feel like you have to mention. I'm going to be 40, so it is a problem. If he wants kids and I want a family, I'm going to be 40 in like four years. So that's a problem that we're not doing anything because I'm on a ticker now. So. Well, and sex is an important part of marriage. You know? Mm-hmm. It's one of yep. the nice things about marriage. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. I feel he'll be open to talking with you about it. Uh, he's strained. I mean, I, I do see some strain there around the conversation, around the issue. But you guys are a team, and you can address this as a team because you have a great foundation of love and happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think I get like he's embarrassed, and I get that he's very shy and meek about the subjects and you know yeah there's some resistance there but you know that's one of those challenges in a marriage that um, you have to overcome certain vulnerabilities in order to keep moving forward and having a good connection good yeah. Yeah. And it'll work out and you'll be stronger on the other side of it. Cuz mm-hmm. you will have faced it as a team instead of you and your private world and him and his private world and the gap gets bigger and bigger. Right. Good. Well, I thank you very right much now, for your shows a lot of love. My pleasure. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Have a good night, Stephanie. Sure, thanks. Uh, we've got time for one more call. Let's go to Sandy in Ohio. Hello, Sandy. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help you? Uh, I was just wondering what you've seen for me in love. Anything coming up? Let's tune in to you, Sandy. Okay. Let's see what's going to happen. Okay, let's just focus in on Sandy. See what we get. Okay, Sandy. Okay. Now, is there some kind of gathering you plan to go to? A party or going out with girlfriends? Anything like this in the near future? Um, yeah, a couple things. Uh, we're having a retirement party for a guy at work. So we're all going to that from work. And then uh, my birthday's the 8th. So we're just all going to get together there. Okay, because I, I, I see a social gathering and I see a man showing up around the gathering. So let me get some details here on this man for you. All right, interesting. There's something about this man that's showing that is a return. And I don't feel necessarily it's the return of someone from your past, but he's returning uh, himself to the place. It could be returning to your city, Um, but it's like he's in some kind of way going full circle, and I'm just going through the energy here to see what more I see about him. Mm. Passion. We love to see passion. All right. Okay. I feel like you are going to meet someone at a social gathering, and 
I get Zoom, like you already mentioned, some social gatherings coming up, but I get also anytime now through, gosh, May, June, July, August, and September. Wow. So you've got an open door here for a man to come in, and I feel it is going to be around a social event. I don't feel you have to, you know, fill up your schedule to make this happen. Right. It's going to happen naturally, and I see it's a relationship. Wow. And it shows as a self-sufficient relationship, which means he's got himself together, his world's going on, he's solid with himself, he's self-sufficient, and so are you. Okay. And I see it's something that a lot of thought is given to. Uh, would it be someone returning? Would it be someone that asked me out like four years ago and I end up saying no because I didn't oh. like the uh, the way things were at the time and he has come back in and asked me out again? And he will probably be at this uh. event. Oh. Uh. What's his name? Let me tune in more to him. Don. Let's tune in. That absolutely could fit this picture. Let's see. Okay. Where is Don at? Well, he shows he definitely has feelings for you, and he has romantic intentions toward you, and he has had his setback with you, and he's had delay with you, and he shows that he has a gesture of love for you. Wow. So Don very well could be this person I'm seeing. Okay. Do you not like him? Um, it was you know I like him. I just didn't like the circumstances, and I feel like I'm being a third will, and it bothered me. He is married his for 23 years. His wife has cancer, and she's more or less pushed him away and told him to go make his own life. She's had cancer for 12 years now, and she's giving up. And so I don't want to, I don't want his kids thinking that I'm coming in and trying to take their father. I've been there to talk to him and comfort him. But I, I just put myself in that situation, and I wouldn't. I know I would probably tell my husband if I knew what was going on. Go on, just don't let me know about it. But I feel bad at being that person, so I haven't done anything. Right, because it doesn't feel. Yeah, because it doesn't feel like there's actually been a proper closure. Yes. Right. To that situation. Yeah. I just don't feel when I tuned into Don specifically that mm-hmm. you know, he definitely shows he's got a focus on you. Okay. Um and it doesn't read bad. I mean it definitely reads as genuine feelings, nice okay. feelings. Let's see. I feel he's become more detached from his wife, and not necessarily in a bad way, but, you know, when she's pushed him away and it's okay if you mm-hmm. go on, um, 
probably part of his self-preservation and dealing with it is to detach so that he doesn't have the continuous, you know, pain of rejection and loss, etc. Because he does show detached, but detached with wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they haven't lived together for quite a long time. She lives with her daughters. Okay. And, you know, she moved away. You know, they don't live together. He still goes and sees her, which I would want him to no matter what. But, you know, his pl- I feel his place is there. That's the reason why I have never, you know, I've never done it, you know, right. never I been totally out with understand. him or anything. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> totally understand where you're coming from. He just reads as very detached from the situation, and, and so that makes sense that he's not even a part of the environment on a daily basis. Um, yeah. Okay. So you can give it time. I don't see Don going anywhere from your life. Um, I feel he's going to keep trying even through the setbacks. Okay. That he does have something to offer you from his heart. He does. Okay. okay. It's, well, is there anyone else coming in that I could be focused on or, you know? Well, Sandy, how about you go... You, you may have to go ahead and get a hold of Valerie for a okay. one-on-one private reading. Okay, thank and you. And she'll give you a lot more detail on that. That'll be uh, really be able to help you out a lot. Okay, thank you very much. Have a great day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes you, you, you get to where you, know, you have to go ahead and, and give them, let her know. She definitely is going to have, uh, I'm, I'm picking up a lot more questions. And I think, uh, you know, yeah. one-on-one reading with you would be a lot better. We can get more detail with her and help her out a lot more. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's well been done, wonderful Michael. having you on the show with me tonight. My pleasure, Michael. You know, you were right that the two hours just flew by. Yes. Definitely flies by. Very and, pleasant. Uh, we're Beautiful gonna... callers. Thank you. And we're going to definitely uh, tell everyone that uh, they need a romance question to go ahead and get a hold of you on your website. And it's yourlovepsychic.com. And can they find you on Facebook as well? Yes. Cool. Yes, Your Love Psychic on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Well, looking forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you very much, Michael. You have a lovely evening, and to all the callers still listening, thank you for calling in, and thank you for listening. You're very welcome, my dear. You have yourself a great night, and I'll talk to you soon. Many blessings. To you too, Michael. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. And don't forget, everyone, visit our website, BeTheLightMetaphysicalCenter.com. Uh, Marcus has a favorite on here. Add us out as, as a friend as well. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, we'll get some upcoming events that are going to be phenomenal. One of them is special guests that are going to come coming for a month-long tour of the Tampa Bay area. They're going to be over at the Metaphysical Center doing a service there, doing a group meditation and a, a divine energy blessing. We're going to be video streaming that live. The only ones who are doing that for these people uh, anywhere in the world. So you can tune in and be, uh, become part of that. And then tune in at 10 o'clock that night for the radio station. They're going to be on the show where I'm going to be the one doing a one-on-one interview with them. So uh, tune in to uh, everything that's going on till t- till uh, Sunday night, everyone. 
Have fun, be good, and know that God loves you, and so do I. Good night, everyone.